wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, bring us a figgy pudding. Oh, bring us a figgy pudding. Bring us a figgy pudding and bring it right here. <clears throat> Do you think figgy pudding? Oh, Jesus. This oh, King Wenceslas. No, we're going to be sued for sexual harassment now. Wiggly, wiggly, piggly crackle barrel. Frangible. Yeah. Bathroom pranks. The ultraviolet password. Frangible. Covered blood. Yeah. Did you say Philly That's cheese or cheesesteak? I did, yeah. Frangible. Thanks, Obama. I tweet us at the podcast about the other school podcast. Tell us to shut the fuck up. Blasphemous. Frangible. Mm hmm, mm hmm. The feast of Stephen. All right, are we better now? Sounds God, good. Dude, Sounds juicy. Oh my gosh. I watched uh, oh, this Mac. I oh got to start, like, reset everything every time I sign on. Hmm. Sorry, I don't so know what that's about. Hmm. I watched Love Actually last night again. Do you uh, like that movie? What's your thoughts? Arguably one of my favorite and uh, yeah, yeah, one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's very unique. Uh, at times, I feel like I hate it, and it's the dumbest movie of all time. And then when everything right. starts slowly connecting, it's just—it's really wonderful. It's really gracious. It is gracious. It's beautiful. I'm always skeptical. People are like, "Ugh, love actually, I don't like it." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know how that's possible." Maybe it's not your favorite movie or anything, but like, it's a great film. I mean, who it's do we bittersweet. Have? It's touching. It's funny. Yeah. It's well written. You got Laura Liddy in there. You is, have. Uh, is Andrew uh, Lincoln the one at the end with the 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 signs or someone? Right. Who, you got who, the scene Andrew with the signs. That yeah, that it's Andrew part Lincoln rips out my, my loins. They get you every time. You have Alan Rickman in there. I love my favorite oh, scene in the movie same. is when Alan Rickman is buying the uh, the jewelry for like that girl at the office that that likes him, like the extramarital affair in the works oh, kind of thing. Yeah. But he doesn't actually do it. And um, it's Mr. Bean, uh, Rowan. Yeah. Uh, his name Atkinson. Yeah. Bean. And he's there. And he's just like, can we make this quite quick, please? It's like prontissimo. Yeah. And he's like, you know, cutting up like chives. And like, you know, thistles. And he puts the glove on. And he's like, oh, what's next? Covering it in chocolate buttons. Right. Dipping it in yogurt. And he's just like, it'll be ready in the flashiest of flashes, sir. And he puts on like the rubber glove next. He's like, oh, come on. Holy hell. I, you know, I think the first time I saw that movie was 2009. Maybe even 2000. Yeah, 2009. And I remember it being on and not even really paying attention to it for the first 40 minutes or so and then kind of just giving in to everyone write... else who was watching it, you know, in the room and being like, all right, I guess we're not going to, I guess we're not going to flap our gums. I guess gums. we're not playing Yahtzee tonight. I guess we're not going to get to know each other better. So, and then I realized, you know, like when the Andrew Lincoln moment happened, I'm like, this is a fucking awesome movie. It's so good. What's worse, getting together with a group of people and you want to watch a movie um, that you know you really want to see, and everyone's talking during it, and you're like, I guess I'll tune out and save this for another time, or going to watch 
a movie with a group of people and at the last minute they decide to watch something else and you're like, I kind of really wanted to watch Kindergarten Cop, which oh. was peppered in the last show. What's worse, you think? Um, you know what? I would be more pissed off if I went to go watch a movie that I really wanted to see and we ended right. up watching something else instead of just ending up you know talking over the whole movie because the people that are you know are there that you're with or watching haven't seen each other in a while and whatever right. that that to me overrides a movie good conversation but Absolutely. another shit uh substitute movie blasphemy blasphemy i i would agree with you 100 percent. it reminds me of the time in college i was getting together with a bunch of people we were gonna watch um 28 days later you know like the zombie film by danny boyle like, I just got it on DVD or something. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a great movie. I was like, I really want to see it. And at the last minute, literally, I brought, like, the movie over. And someone's like, oh, I got Kill Bill, which is a great flick. But it, like, shrunk the boner. And you're like, I, we kind of talked about this for, like, five days. Like, we made plans. I'm here. Oh. And then we watched this other movie. And while oh. I like the movie, I've never watched it again because it has, like, a salty taste. I'm like, eh. Wait. The movie that replaced the original movie was Kill Bill, or you were supposed to watch Kill Bill? We were supposed to watch 28 Days Later, but then Kill Bill was in, huh. which is a great flick, but right. it was like, we didn't agree on this, so my heart wasn't like into it. It's like when you take a sip of milk, and you didn't realize it was Coca-Cola. Right. It's like when you're going in to make love with a girl, and you find out it's her sister, and she still wants to do it, but you're like, ah, kind of, What? It's terrible. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's an alternative that's okay, but in that situation, it's like the last thing you wanted. Tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcastle. At nerd.35. Lord Katzen is coming on the show tonight. We have a great topic that oh John and I have dipped our beaks, beaks into in the past. Yeah, I think I, I have um, um, I hate that, this topic because it's, it's I've, tough. I've discussed it on multiple podcasts and we never come to any sort of satisfying agreement or criterium uh, criteria <laughs> that criteria. must be met to be considered a fucking Christmas movie Speaking of <laughs> if Home Alone and, and Die Hard are in the same genre <laughs> then we have a problem speaking of criteria I used to go around in college recording. I got a crowbar this in. Uh, going around in college and going up to strangers and going, uh, we're doing a survey for the local um, school paper. Would you mind ans answering three questions? <laughs> yeah, no problem. And one was, uh, sync or the Backstreet Boys? Um, do you prefer getting this, getting that, whatever? And the third question was, would you rather be raped by a man or rape a man if it was a guy? <sighs> and they were like, uh, I, I guess get Whoa. raped. And I asked a teacher that, and her response was, well, what's the criteria? And I was like, you blew this whole joke out of the water. What's the criteria? Oh, the second Rape question was hacky or sack or getting in the sack. Hacky sack or getting in the sack. And Biscard and I went around and recorded like 100 people on this survey. That I wish I still had those recordings. What anyway. is hacky sack or getting it in the sack? What is, I don't know what you, it was getting it in the sack. Would you rather play hacky sack or get it in the sack? Like sex, you know, oh, I'm getting it. Oh, oh, jeez. Oh, People who answer hacky sack need to be removed. I think a few did. Well, I was actually, like, no, you, you need the hacky sack circles. They're good for society. Yeah, like the VV boys. 
All right, so we're gonna. You want to tweet in? Uh, cats <laughs> tweet in. You want you want to get cats in the air here? Yeah. Are you All adding right. them? Yeah, I'll add them in here. Uh, He's got a weird name on Skype too. It's not like Brett Katz. And by the way, Brett Katzen runs the Cinematic Addict. Um, Facebook page, and he's a film critic. He's actually doing film now in Florida, and he is on Twitter at Real, R-E-E-L, Problems. Um, he's a great guy. He's um, a little disturbed, and um, we like to have him on the show because he has an interesting spin on um, the film, and he's, he's quite a good quite a good dude to know. So. Oh, yeah. He's the movie man. This guy owns more hours of cinema uh, than anyone I know. Yo, I have been playing Nintendo Mini. Oh, yeah. I got to hear about this. The, the NES Mini, the original, uh, the classic, uh, as it's all, often called. And my thumb, my enti- the entire like left hand, my entire left hand is sore. Oh, man. From playing a game that was huge. Uh, a couple years before our time, and it was more of right. an arcade game than a popular Nintendo game. Oh, I know what it is. What? Donkey Kong. Close. Ice Climber. No. Was Ice Climber ever popular? I don't think so. Fuck yeah, it was. Oh, when? man. Hey, welcome, Brett. We're just talking to John. It was just, uh, welcome to the show. John was just disclosing all day playing the NES Classic, and his thumb is sore. His Tom thumb is sore. But we don't know what game it was. We're trying to dick into it. For some reason, like, I guess it's like Christmas time. I felt nostalgia. You know, I'm off for the next couple of days. So I started right. playing Punch-Out. Of course, I get to uh, Soda Popinski, and I can't beat him. So I, I'm like, fuck this. I'm playing something else. So I'm like, I'm going to play this game. It's so simple. At one time, it was like the standard in arcade games. I know um, what it is. And you said Donkey Kong, Clark. That's close. It's in that Pac-Man realm. Pac-Man. Pac-Man? You were playing Pac-Man? You, you Did it pique your interest more than like a minute? Yes. More than it does with me where I'm like, can't do this anymore. It's so dumb. And I, I turn it off. I figured out like there is a strategy to it. And really? after you figure out there's a strategy, the whole point system thing, it actually matters and it helps you like play longer and get more lives and you know, Ooh. you have your own personal score up there. It's like, you know, like your own little arcade. Like George Lewis Costanza in Frogger. <laughs> man. So you're are you a little sore right now? Sore as hell. Oh man. It's, it's a good sore, it's good pain, it's good burn. Damn. And you're right. Christmas does have nostalgia um around the video game thing for whatever reason. Uh, for me personally, I remember getting the original Nintendo on Christmas, as you did. So you're like, "Hey, you're, it's Christmas time. You're gonna, you're gonna get into it." But speaking of Christmas time, we got Brett Katzen of the Cinematic Attic coming on. Follow him on Twitter at Real Problems. Brett, we've had a burning discussion, which we can never come to a definitive conclusion in the in the uh, preceding few podcast episodes about Christmas movies that are not really Christmas movies, but they're associated with it. And we wanted to get the jewel in the crown. Which one is the best. Um, I mentioned things like Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, John talked about Gremlins. And, you know, we want to know what you think are some really good non-Christmas Christmas movies 
and no, what the I, I need to know what is a Christmas movie and what isn't because this damn argument that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, what other than it taking place during Christmas time makes it a Christmas movie? Okay. Can well, you the... Go ahead, sorry. I'll say that's the thing. It's not really a Christmas movie, but everybody associates it with Christmas for that reason. And but you could... Go ahead. Sorry, John, go ahead. Slash. You could watch... I guess the idea for me would be, could you watch this film any other time during the year and it applies up? You can never watch Home Alone in July properly or, or It's a Wonderful Life. You can watch Die Hard any time of the year. You can watch Edward Scissorhands in June. Can you watch Catch Me If You Can any time of the year? Yes, but it's yeah. always a little sweeter around Christmas time. Exactly. Same thing with Die Hard and all the other movies. So if you watch these movies any other time of the year, they still are they're, they're still good. If you watch a Christmas movie any other time of the year, it's it's bizarre. It feels strange. And then when you it's watch like these other movies that you can watch any other time of year, when you watch them during Christmas, they are better. Amen. Yes. <laughs> is that it? Is that what happens? That is that like the the result? Well, I'm saying, all right, like 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 you said, you can watch, yeah, you can watch Die Hard, you can watch any of those movies any time of the year, but you really don't. You watch you watch them at Christmas. What's a movie that's teetering on that line? I mean, would you say a film like? Catch Me If You Can. I just mentioned that because I watched it last night and then I was reading on Facebook and you blew my mind because you posted something about it. Is Catch Me If You Can one of those movies where you prefer to watch it around the holidays? Yeah. Because um, the setting is like always kind of cold and there's Christmas music and they're meeting at Christmas. Is that like a good example of that? Yeah. But I mean, it's, but the same thing with Die Hard and Gremlins. and Gremlins. So... Again, they have, they're not about Christmas. It's nothing that has to do with Christmas. It just happens to take place during Christmas. During Christmas. So, yeah. uh, such a gray fucking area. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that grinds my gears about that argument, though, is I've seen, for whatever reason, a little bit more on social media lately is the argument Home Alone. Well, it's not really a Christmas movie. It takes pla- It could happen any other time. It just happens to take place on Christmas. I say, no. Uh, the whole thing is Christmas music, and the house is decorated with colors. Of cri- it's a Christmas movie. It would not work. Yeah. Either it's it Christmas. Like you know? Of our generation, the greatest Christmas movie. I mean... Well, yeah, but I mean, the, the, the theme of that movie is about like being, it's about family and all that stuff. That, that the whole thing is about Christmas, whereas Die Hard is just a fucking action movie that happens to take place during Christmas. Right. Right. So, and it came out in July. There's another little. Oh, did it? Yes. A little tidbit. A little boner. A little summer blockbuster. Not usually a Christmas movie. Do you guys know what the first blockbuster was? Earthquake? Jaws. Yeah. And the reason why uh, it was so big was they usually usually release shitty movies in the summer because most people at that time were spending their days outdoors, so they released like, bad movies. Then they took a gamble and released Jaws in the summer, and everybody flocked to see it, and it became the first oh, blockbuster. So it changed like, like, the game. What they do on television, usually the good shows are on during the school year. Because yeah, everyone's out bell. playing, and at sleepaway exactly. camp. What's Not anymore. With, what's new with you, Brad? I know you're doing you're True. doing film these days. You're making films in uh, in Florida. Yeah. 
how's that going? It's been a minute since Good. I spoke with you. Yeah, no, school school's awesome, man. I'm on break right now. Um, just you know, I got to make another little short film. I got to act in five short films this semester. Yes. So I'm kind of like experiencing other sides of it. It's fun. I love it. Like it's so much fun. What kind of characters are you playing? Uh, I've been typecasted already. My first acting jobs. I have been a rapist. Whoa! I have I have been the evil been inside of a actor. killer. Oh. <laughs> You're the what? Yeah, the evil what? The evil inside of a killer. Like there's a killer, but I'm like that side of him that's really the one that like he'd be a little bitch if it wasn't for me. Oh, oh! So you're like a uh, on the shoulder. Yeah, I'm, I was also like in love with a witch, and I'm like I kill some girls and try try to bring her back, and it's just I mean again, not my stories, Whoa. but yeah, I'm just pretty much I'm, I'm, I'm a bad guy. Story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, screenwriting one <101, laughs> same old Hollywood trope. Another one was was like a um like a one of those blacked out um interviews where like you don't want to show your face. Where I was like a drug a drug trafficker, like trafficking drugs through Amazon delivery. <laughs> oh man, with the drones. Yeah. Wow, dude, I would. I think the best part of it would the weirder the better. Like the stranger character they want you to play, the the more interesting. Yeah. No, this this one girl was like, I didn't want to ask you to to be in this because you're like my friend, and I don't want to see you like I don't want to see that side of you. And then when we were done. She's like, all I want to do is see that side of you. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Brett typecast as a rapist with <laughs> witch loving devil drug dealer. <laughs> yes. Which so, are you just a normal guy that's banging a witch or are you something else? I'm just a normal guy, rich, and got a nice house. And this witch we actually shot guy. that one in like a vacant ten million dollar house. Where? Uh, it was like oh Santana and Hypoloxo on Lions Road. Have any have any of the actors had to like make out or like kiss in any of the the shorts you've made? No, but there's one dude who like for whatever reason he has this infatuation with lesbians and he keeps trying to incorporate into his movies and it just never works out. Like as just lesbians or like doing lesbian like scissors. Well, I mean, I, no, they don't, we're not we're not doing porn just yet. Just yet. But Soon like, enough. any is there Next any semester. like romantic lesbians, or is it just like it's known they're a lesbian couple, but that's a, that's as far as it goes. Yeah, no, it just for whatever. Like he, he, I don't know, I don't know what goes on through that. Kid he wants said. to incorporate lesbos like at a strange uh, level. This one guy, you know, on the, on the yeah squad. Clark. Yeah, I I, uh, I I had to walk away for a second, but yeah. as I was leaving, uh, I heard you know Brett and John talking about how was the film, you know, this semester. Literally thirty seconds later, I sit down and go, were they hot lesbians or what? Kind? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I might have just missed the most important fifteen seconds of the podcast we've ever had, and I'm dying to catch up. Well, I was just like, you know, <laughs> is it strange, um, you know, or no? Did anyone ever have to uh, like make out or kiss oh in a scene for one of these short films that they're making? And he said no. But one guy is really oh my gosh. obsessed with like including lesbians in the in the story. 
and it's just not like it's not working. It always is like feeling forced, right, Brett? Like, is that what it is? It's like, do does that yeah. make any like does that change anything over, if we crowbar that in? <laughs> yeah, over the summer, he tried. He, I don't know. Like over the summer, he actually had like two of his friends who are a couple, like lesbian couple. Who were supposed to be in his movie, and then they ended up breaking up like a week before, so it all fell apart, and he couldn't film what he wanted to film. Oh, I have no wow. idea. That's exciting. It's yeah. a gamble. Drama it's on a gamble. Set. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gamble, kind of like the, the chances that you guys might each have during our Christmas you know, trivia quiz that we're launching on the show tonight. Uh, <laughs> if there's one thing John loves, it's quizzes, and um, yep. got, a, got a great Stop. one on deck. So, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Really, <laughs> but... But uh, so, Brett, when you're talking about Christmas films and um, films that aren't necessarily Christmas movies, but they're associated with them, what is your pick for the definitive one? Is it Die Hard or like what's your? know if there's a definitive one because i have because i mean die hard gremlins and catch me if you can like i watch them every year around christmas time yeah nice. dude, gremlins like is that's that's like my big three gremlins is one i'm gonna show my my daughter very early maybe the like first year like when she's two <laughs> i just saw it for the first time last year gremlins as a amazing. kid i was scared of it you know there was uh i had a book it was like a gremlins book for kids with, with pictures from the movie and it scared me, you know. Uh, they crowbarred that in the '80s. The marketing was like scarier. I saw Gremlins too, like a billion times, but never watched Gremlins because I was like afraid of it. So I watched it last year, and it was good, very good. What are the three rules? Can anyone tell me? Uh, don't feed them past midnight. Don't get them wet. No sunlight or no light. There you go. There you go. Here it is. Keep it's them out like, of sunlight. It doesn't help. I just watched it like three days ago. It's like an illegal immigrant, you know. You don't. Take him out during the day, pass mid. No, no, it's not. It's that's terrible. But those are the three rules to abide by. To do it as well. Uh, Catch me if you can is a is a really great movie. Not only because it's Spielberg and DiCaprio and Hanks, you have this great chemistry on the set. But they allude the fact that it's a true story and they allude to some pivotal points around Christmas time. Um, it's just a go-to movie. I love to watch. I never uh, associated it. With a Christmas movie, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I didn't either until recently. Um, but then I just associated I wa- it with like a true story about this con man who became spy. Whatever. Right. Not yeah, spy, con. but you know what I mean. Yeah, like an FBI guy. Yeah. Going to st- Brett, you would say Edward Scissorhands isn't is that in that realm of ah. not a Christmas movie, but it fits because it's kind of. Snow like. Yeah, no, it it definitely fits the mold, but it's not part of like my big three. But I love that movie. Great flick. Batman Returns, is that in there as well? That's a Christmas movie. Uh, Christmas references in there with the tree and everything like that. Yeah. Again, so, they, they fit the mold, but they might be on somebody else's list, not mine. Right. Right. Yeah. The Batman Returns I always thought was great because of the penguin and the setting of the abandoned zoo and the cave. Like It was always kind of And the music. The score. Yeah, right. Danny Elfman. It's great. Ah, get it? Elf man. <laughs> get it? Christmas. Elf. Man, no one. Christmas, Brett. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Your like your typical. Yeah. What is your big three? Definitely a Christmas movie. Yeah. What's the Christmas? Uh, 
Christmas vacation. Yep. That's my number nice. one. That is one of the very few movies that when I, I think there's like a specific moment, I think when they're cleaning up the trash towards the end, you know oh, yeah. the movie is starting to end and you get really sad. Because that movie <laughs> is just fun from the second it starts driving on that highway and that stupid station wagon. Yeah, you just yeah, the movie like just genuinely just makes you laugh no matter how long you watch it. Yes. Isn't that sad when you when you watch a movie you love and you and it hits you like oh this is over soon like in Home Alone yes. when you realize like Kevin's running out of the you know away from his like tree house to go to the other house and you're like oh yeah no they're about to get caught by like the cops in like five minutes like it's about to end. You know, something like that, which uh, which I love that Home Alone 2 is a carbon copy of the first one down to, like, Holy every detail hell. except in New York with another character. Yeah. You know, you have, like, the bird lady, the old man, you know, it's the whole thing. It's, Instead of it's his house, fun. it's like an abandoned, crazy, fumigated New York uh, high-rise or whatever, the duplex. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. What's funny, too, about Home Alone 2 and... Roger Ebert, when he was, you know, alive and critiquing films, pointed this out because he gave it a bad review. Raj. Was the second one used very violent, like, gags that in real life would just kill somebody, like throwing bricks from 13 stories out the face. <laughs> yeah. it would just, it would, at at oh. best, it would give you permanent brain damage. Dude. At worst, it would kill you. But he's throwing, like, eight bricks at these guys. And it, it, like, almost hurts to watch it. Is the nail in the first one or is that in the second one? When he steps on on the stairs? Yeah, with the tar. Yeah, that's the first one. Okay, because I was going to say, that thing goes in like three inches deep. I don't know how anyone will be walking after that. Well, yeah, there's also in the second one where they're climbing down the rope and he lights it on fire and they fall like five stories. (laughs) Right, into into paint cans too. And they're like, let's get him. You're dead. And then a giant lead pipe smashes them both in the mouth. (laughs) Yeah, right. And they're like, get him, Harry. Get, 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 get. These guys, like middle-aged guys, uh, out of shape. Like, they can take such an amazing beating. Like, yeah, they should be boxers. Huh. Yeah, like right around a pipe. Um, what else happens to them that's just so off the wall? Oh, Joe Pesci's hair burns off. He basically is scalped by right. fire. And he's still, yeah, he has third-degree burns. And he's still like, let's get him, Harry. Yeah. Or Marv, Marv, Marv. I love the uh, I love the first one though. Um, yeah, the first you know? one is really good. The second one is good, but it kind of drags on towards the end. You know, you're like, yeah, right, right. bird lady lesson. Everybody is good. Let's go. Rhett, where are you? What are you doing over there? There's a lot of commotion. Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm walking. I'm kind of like prepping dinner at the same time. Yeah. Nah. Now, Brett. That's a stuff Brett, Yeah, nah. Brett's patience was very tried and tribulated this this uh, weekend at at Target and Walmart. And, uh, <laughs> I gotta tell you, Brett, uh, I had to I had to mention this because I, I'm a lot. I would imagine I'm a lot like you in this situation. I avoid I avoid Target at all at all costs. Uh, I only go if it's like it's next to my church, and I'm like, oh, I need to get kitty litter or like <laughs> deodorant or something, but. I always say this to Jen, and it's true. I try to be the very quickest person there because the second I pull into the parking lot, it's a countdown of like patience where I'm oh, like a yeah. type bomb ready to like punch somebody. Oh, yeah. And it gets worse when I go in there and like 
the fifth mom is like standing in my way with the cart, and and I'm just like I gotta go, I gotta go, and, and then <laughs> I feel like I'm in a like a mantra of like Hinduism Zen meditation in the checkout line just so I don't kill somebody. I'm like, just go to a happy place, go to a happy place, oh, go to I a have happy headphones place. on. I, I'm listening to either, you know, Howard or, or ESPN. I'm not I'm not, You're not there. In the zone. I'm physically there, but mentally I'm t- completely gone. Well, that's a good idea. Headphones. I should it. do that. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. That's a gem. And then every once in a while I'll I'll grab the little mouthpiece on the headphones and pretend like I'm talking to someone. You know, mouth oh, words. Good mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Smart. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brett, I'll uh, call. I'll, dude, uh, so, I'll, I can give you. I can give you a speed round of everything that goes through my head at fucking Publix. But like, uh, don't even get me started on the holidays. Yeah, dude. I'll call. I'll call. A, if I have to go to a mall, I'll call the store and be like, "What entrance are you closest to?" <laughs> you, you call the mall. What? I'll call if I ever have to go to a mall and like I need something specific. I'll call the place I'm going to and be like, "What entrance are you closest to?" Oh yeah, smart, uh, smart. <laughs> dude, it's like it's like no, I hate malls. Dude, you can totally tell that people are not buying things at malls anymore. That Boca, the Boca Mall, which is usually a madhouse, especially this time of year. I was there two days ago. It was complete. It was like six thirty at night. You would think it'd be nuts. It was. It was normal. There was there was parking spots. Everyone's buying on. Uh, Amazon is taking over. Yeah, yep. they've taken over. What were you buying at Publix, Brett? Like I picture you buying like some swordfish or something. Some nah, uh, I mean, just I, I think I was just getting like basic shit. I got get some water and some stuff that I needed. But it's just it's such a pain in the ass. Like you need to go down an aisle and there's like 17 carts and you're like motherfucker. And then you want to go through the self check, but there isn't one. And then. <laughs> You go to Walmart and there's 45 checkout aisles. Two of them are open, and everyone shopping for the next 60 years of their lives are in the self checkout line. It's like, oh my god, get me the fuck out of here! Oh gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! So oh my gosh! The uh, oh my gosh. the oh patience is always try. What are you doing for the holidays, Brett? For Christmas, which is tomorrow, working. by the way. Merry Happy Christmas Eve. Are you working? You you're you're, you're at a restaurant, right? Yeah. Nice. And you better tip the only well. the only real day I want off is New Year's Day. Right. right. Yeah, that's 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 because New Year's Day the whole world slows down. Right, you're not missing anything. You guys do you, yeah. just, you guys make a lot in the uh geez, what the fuck? I remember uh, I on Christmas. I, you should Yeah, no, this this is the busiest two weeks of the year. Nice. Yeah. I think I would rather make extra and just work during Christmas. Yeah. And plus I'm a Jew, so who cares? I worked Christmas sure. once with Biscardi. We worked in a nursing home together, and we got paid like double time or something. And it was, yeah. it wasn't bad because you're like everyone's happier, and yeah. you're like, well, it's Christmas, you know. It's yeah. it wasn't, it's not like business as usual. It's like a special element. So. For some reason, everybody's like a little happier. And pl- so, Brett, how was uh, how was Hanukkah? Heather and I celebrated with a million latkes over the eight crazy. Nights. Oh, so good. It was good. I mean, the day one of Hanukkah, I didn't even know it was Hanukkah already. It snuck up this year out of nowhere. Yeah, it was strange. It was kind of like, like uh, I didn't realize you were Jewish, Brett. Happy Hanukkah, sir. Thank you, man. Dude, my last name starts with K A T Z. Come on, Cats. Oh, other yeah. information. Cats, Cats Deli, New York, <laughs> best ever. 
There's no it's like, um, you know, there's no like twist on Jewish last names. There's no like part of it that all their names sound like. Yeah. Unless it's a Steen or a Man or a Gold. Or, or a Gold or a or a High Hyman. Hyman. I asked somebody the other day, I asked a Jewish friend of mine, what do Jewish people do for Christmas? And they're like, well, we used to go to the movies and Chinese food, but they've gotten yep. too crowded. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? That's like a true stereotype, you know? And um, I said, movies, I totally believe that that, you know, was robbed of you because some of the biggest movie days of the year are Christmas because people have nothing to do. Like, let's go see Star Wars or let's go see, you know, uh, Montgomery Takes Manhattan or something, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever's cool. playing that year. And there's a very, very diverse group of movies out right now. There are. Yeah, there certainly are. Um, yeah. There's, there's, you have, of course, Star Wars, uh, which I want to ask you if you've seen that and your opinions of that. We have um, the fine. What's the movie about Churchill? Finest Hour? Yeah, A Darkest Hour. Darkest, darkest hour. hour. You do not put your mouth. You do not put your head in the mouth of a tiger. Right. Uh, you have uh, Krumpus and a Scanner Darkly showing on TNT. I watched Krumpus um, last night. Did you really? It's, yep. it's awful, right? It's an awful movie. I watched the whole thing. And you oh know I've, been, I've been thinking about it. I've been toying with it. I didn't hate yeah. it. I didn't hate <laughs> it. I mean, no, I fun. knew it was this ridiculous, bad, San, evil Santa Claus. So I was like, okay, this is going to be a joke. Uh, but in between all that, it wasn't terrible. I mean, there's two. The two actors are funny. That's they're horrible. part of like the. They're part of that Will Farrell crew. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that guy from Anchorman and and Adam right. Scott. Like, it's a fun yeah. film. Yeah. Um, Brett, being that you're the aforementioned uh, judge and um, decider of all things good in film, what, is, what, is, what have you seen lately that's out there? That you, uh, yeah, that you recommend that you're the. All right. So I kind of went. I didn't get to see a whole lot of movies during the school year, so I kind of got it out of my system this past week. Nice. So I saw I saw Star Wars. I saw The Shape of Water. Um, I saw the new Jumanji, which is fucking fun as hell. I knew it, Clark. Remember yeah. we were talking about that on a last oh, show? Oh yeah. It didn't yeah. come out yet. I was like, I am stunned that Kevin Hart and The Rock will have a flop. I, I told Jakara that too. I said I thought this came out already. And Jakara's like, no, it comes out Christmas because we were driving. And I saw a sign, and I was like, is that a remake uh, of a remake? He's like, no, it didn't come out yet. It was the Mandela effect. I could have sworn it came right. out in like July. Yeah. I read I, I read a bad review on it, and I just assumed like, oh well, it came out. Well, no, I mean, I mean, people like bash Rotten Tomatoes, but it's just all it does is like group everything together. It has like eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's really fun, man. Pretty good. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Those are the movies that usually a lot of people go and see. Yeah, and Jack Black is fucking hysterical because like yeah. he's the avatar, he's the avatar of like the hot girl, pop popular girl, <laughs> and he he he, play, he plays it so well. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I really want to see that, and I, I'm sorry I confused that. I was thinking of another film. It wasn't Jumanji. It was it was Jew Money. It was about the oh. raising apartment crisis in, in L.A. And it was just it was okay. it wasn't a good film. It was a documentary. So a little, um, I apologize. A little one sided. A little. <laughs> I thought. It's a terrible joke, 
But uh, so Jumanji, Star Wars, you saw uh, Shape of Water. Yeah, and then what uh, the hell else did I see yesterday? I saw something else too. You saw a lot, man. You saw more movies than I've yeah, seen. Yeah, right, amazing. I didn't see I didn't see Downsizing. What was the other one that I just saw? Oh, I heard <laughs> that was like the coolest idea and the shittiest execution. Oh, all right. I saw The Greatest Showman. Oh, oh I'm curious about that. I, I've heard some mixed reviews about how they left his kind of racism out of the movie and glorified Barnum. They they glorify him to an extent, but like first things first, I, I actually really liked it, but two minutes into it, I sat there, I'm like, this is a fucking musical? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a tough... I, I, I absolutely I had no idea it was a musical. Wait, what's a musical? The Showman? The Greatest Showman, yeah. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> can't, can't do it. I'll tell you, man, I love some musicals, but they are tough to get on board with. If you don't like well, absolutely love it, it's 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 a it's a chore. Like what? it's good and, and, good and the music the music isn't it's like music. it's not classic musical stuff. It's they almost do it as like more modern pop rocky. Hmm. Okay. And it's, like it's, uh, like Chicago. listen uh, any, one of the songs uh, is nominated for a Golden Globe. Like listen to the song and you'll kinda of see what I'm talking about. Any goosebump inducing moments? Ooh, dick like well, uh, not necessarily. Legend. Shit. I mean, nothing like you doesn't give you goosebumps, but I mean, you actually, it's a, it's a fun movie to watch. You know, like sometimes how musical performances can kind of give you chills. Yeah. No, none of those. The, the, the core, I mean, it's it's cool because it's it's very well choreographed and the music is actually kind of catchy. It's not like. Your old old musical. It's not like here I am today. I'm the yeah, greatest showman. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Brad Catton. Tomorrow, he's losing his heat at Publix. <laughs> so, Brad, you get that was great, guys. What did Thank you think you. of the Last Jedi? We've we've discussed it on a previous episode, so the spoilers are out. Um, okay. No, I mean, I, I loved it. I laugh at people who are bitching about it because they want to complain yes. about how Force Awakens is too familiar, but now this is too different, and now it's, it's like, where, where you draw the fucking line? Yes. <laughs> I'm an authority. Yes. I paid money to see a movie that I had yeah. no creative input in. I'm offended. I, I, you know I read a comment say for, to that? Suck fuck off. Dick. Yeah, like, I read, a, I read a comment. Dude's like, I get the whole, like, Leave the old behind and in with the new, but I just oh. I wanted something I wanted something original. I'm like your comment makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. what did you expect? Did you expect Ray to find Luke looking like an old man, but then all of a sudden acting like Luke from Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Like that no, I mean terrible. I. Terrible. Yeah, and I do when he tossed the lightsaber over the cliff. I was laughing my ass off. Me that was too. Great. It's so funny, dude. I saw it twice. I saw it at ten o'clock. Ten o'clock Thursday, then noon Friday. The crowd Thursday night stood and applauded four to five different times throughout the movie. Really? That, that's the making of a great film, right the there. Crowd the crowd Friday. Out of the, seat. the crowd Friday yeah. didn't do it once. A different crowd. Strange. Yeah, not the dedicated, not the dedicated crowd. Yeah. you need to understand with Star, Star Wars too. I mean, um, it'll never be. And I, and I read a lot of reviews in the Hollywood Reporter and, and Variety about, you know, they, <laughs> it, people are upset that Luke Skywalker is a gray old man now and a hermit and 
you know, it, it takes away from the original films. And uh, those days are over. They're great films, and you should never try to replicate them. Disney bought them. They're at the helm. It's time to move on to a new era. That w- that's what makes a franchise great. If you keep rehashing yeah. the same thing, you're going to be like, you know, the Beach Boys or something. You're going to be rehashing the same bullshit. It's good to go in a direction. We can all agree the greatest character in Star Wars ever is Mace Windu, and people don't appreciate <laughs> certainly. I mean, you know, he is I mean, the only Darth one with the purple lightsaber because it's Samuel the coolest Jackson thing ever. demanded to have a purple lightsaber. <laughs> How can really? you top that? Yeah. Great, but. People need to like understand it's it's moving in a direction. And I was reading the reviews about people, you know, they're so upset. They're John mentioned they're doing this every movie, but they're like, you know, want to boycott it. It's like you need to embrace yeah. the direction it goes. You might not agree with it all, but that's right. the the that's the 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 genesis of a creative franchise is you try new things. I just think if you agree with the direction a movie goes, then the movie's over. It, they have to be going through something that you don't like. That's the whole point of it. They all have to be struggling. Right. Yeah. Or the movie's over. And then and then you're disappointed later on when you're like, I don't really, you know, you want something that you want a conversation piece to talk about to kind of challenge what you expect. And if you don't get that, yeah. the director doesn't really do their job, I don't think. And I love that director. I've been a huge fan of his since his like, first He's big great. movie. Oh, yeah. Great. Brett. What did yeah. you think about the uh, the prank call between General Hux and Poe Dameron? Oh, I was cracking up. I thought it was great. <laughs> Didn't you? Oh, yeah, did you at a call. moment think like, well, did they even have like prank calling in this galaxy? <laughs> like Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven. I did for like a split second, like fall out of the universe. You know, out of the. Yeah, I can see how it could take you out for a moment, but I still thought it was funny. I that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. it was hilarious, but like in this movie, it was just so different. Uh, which yeah. is fine. I mean, bring it on. If you're if the movie well, is funnier, that's fine. It's the same thing with the whole lightsaber thing. Like when you she's about to hand it to him, like and you've been waiting two years, you're like yes. something fucking crazy is gonna happen, and then he just throws it over. I'm like, you know what? I'm totally okay with this. Right. I. Uh... <laughs> I was so shocked, but I was like, oh, all right, good. That's the last thing I thought he was going to do. Yeah. You know, I people never People pissed off about that? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are they mad? Is that one of the things that the nerds are bitching about? It takes I don't know. They wanted him to late. take it from her and, and go. I don't, know what, I don't know what they wanted. but There like, it is. <laughs> John, you should hold up a 7-Eleven with that lightsaber. It'd be the coolest Channel 10 news ever. They wanted him to take that lightsaber, turn it on, and go, let's get to work. And start training her. And then they wanted Yoda to show up and train her more. And then him fight Kylo Ren in this amazing battle. But that's... Like, my my biggest complaint... My only real complaint is just no closure with who Snoke was. I like if maybe he ends up being someone someone down the road, but like right. I just I thought that was a little abrupt. They made this guy seem like he was more powerful than like the emperor or Yeah. And then and and as he's speaking, he's like, "I am all powerful. I cannot be disobeyed." And then he gets chopped in half. <laughs> yeah, I'm like what? He gets sliced. He does. And that, and then the the fight after that was pretty badass, though. That 
that part was like the best part of the movie. I, I love how it started slow and then they sped it up, like when the fight yeah. really started. <laughs> yes, and even when Kylo and I like how she's been calling him Ben and they they've been referring to him as Ben, and he goes, "Together, you and I, we can rule the galaxy." And she's like, "Don't, like Jesus, yeah. like are you really, are you still that mad person?" Care yeah. about that, but I can tell you, my 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 chills moment, like the little hair on my arms raising up, was when Luke when Luke was just like, and I'm never gonna be the last Jedi, and then it immediately cuts to her lifting the rocks off. Yes, just lifting rocks, or when yeah. he says, uh, when Luke says, "See you around, kid." Yep, that was glorious. Did you see it coming? When they reveal that he's floating, sitting there, using the force more powerful oh, than uh, anyone. Oh, did I? No, absolutely not. And the theater erupted when that happened. Yes! Mine too, dude. It was so good. I really liked it. And I, I enjoyed how different it was. And people complain about Canto Bite and how it was pretty much like a, a, a meaningless plot. Um... Because they went there, they did what they were supposed to do, but then they got double cross. It didn't work. Yeah. Slice. It was still fun, though. I mean, all those characters are fun to play Yeah. What did you think of Yo, I was about to say, like, I actually really liked this character, and I didn't... he mastered the stutter. Yes. Do you know what that stutter, where that comes from? Nah. Because... Flu by, shots. By accident. <laughs> by accident, I was watching The Phantom Menace the other day, and those characters. I was trying to take a shit, and The Phantom Menace was playing in the bathroom. My Keep own going. house. Uh, when Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn swim down underwater to go talk to those Gungans, yeah. some of them have, like, a twitch when they talk. Oh, really? Yes. There are Easter eggs, like, all over The Last Jedi. Apparently. I haven't, you know, gone and found them all. There's probably a list somewhere. Yeah, there is. But overall, you think it's uh, it was good. You enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I totally agree, man. I don't understand these people that get all upset and complain. Now... The interesting thing, regardless of what you and I say, the majority of a lot of fans are not happy. Uh, I think its second weekend, it tanked. It went like 42% less uh, than what it did the original week, which I think that's rare for Star Wars movies, at least. It is, but you also had four major releases that came out also. Uh, right. Like what? Shape of Water is Guillermo del Toro's new new movie. Okay. Um, uh, Jumanji, which is catering uh, catering itself to kids. Right. You've got um, you've got Greatest Showman, and you also have the like Churchill you. one, which are catering to the old people. The princess without voice. What would I say? Uh, like literally, I mean, the movies that came out this week, they're going all across the map with who their tailored toy. They're yeah. scattering yeah, the demographics. Yeah, they're you got pitch, per pitch perfect. Is all the women? 
Brett, when you talk about the uh, films coming out this year, do you feel the nominees for, uh, or at least will be the nominees, the critically acclaimed ones, you know, that come out between November and January 1st, are better than last year? Do you feel like this year the quality has, has picked your dick a little bit better? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to, do- like, those movies are going to dominate the awards. I mean, you're going to get a lot of awards for The Shape of Water. You're going to get a lot for yeah. uh, th- uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. The Shape of Water. Yeah, that's going to, you're going to hear that a lot. And I feel like that's not going to win any best actor or best actress, but you're going to see, like, yeah. the best screenwriting play, you know, best screenwriting yeah. or, or one of those. The Shape you know? of Water. There is no shape. Are there going to be any gaps this year, like Moonlight last year? I don't know. Every shape. Every shape of water. I think The Lady in the Water by Shyamalan should be re-released just in time. And they throw just to make everyone's head explode. Horseradish. That is horseradish. That is is a bit of a radish here. Um, Before we go, Brett, I know uh, there's a lot of burning questions we always have for you. Many of them via text message in the middle of the night. Did I say that out loud? I did. Please don't repeat that. Um... What's new with you, man? Are you doing any more reviews anytime soon? I know you're doing so much with uh, film and everything else going on. Uh, is there anything? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't written any reviews in a while. Um, honestly, I mean, writing-wise, I had to, I had a lot of writing to do for screenwriting, and I'm going to be doing like right. finishing yeah, a full got... screenplay next semester. So it kind of like it's taking a back burner at the moment. But eventually, I mean, one one day something I'm going to see something that makes me want to write about it. Well, that's why you yeah, come right. on here because you can't sit yeah. down and write. You can chit chat with us. What is is the shape of water about the creature from the Black Lagoon? I mean, that's what it looks like. I mean, as far as the thing goes, but it's not really about that. It's more about the girl and his relationship. Wow, great! Flick, it's a, dude, this, this movie is. I still haven't decided how I really feel about the movie. Hmm. There's a lot about. There's a lot about it technically that I absolutely love. Right. But it is a very, it's, I mean, technically it's a fairy tale, but it's very different. Hmm. I don't really know how, I don't want to, like, it's hard for me to describe that movie without giving something away about it. Hmm. All right. Wow. I, I, I do like The Creature of the Black Lagoon. I think that's a great film, and it still holds up, you know. Um, and and I, it'd be nice if you could see some of those hints of it in this. So I'm curious to see that movie. It looks good. Yeah. You like it? What would you give it out of ten? I mean, if I had to give it a score right now, I'd probably give it like a six or a seven. But it has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. It's, it's more of the content. It's like I said, it's so it's very different, and it's not something that I'm used to seeing. Okay, that's interesting. That kind of picks my Hmm. tickles my my butt a little bit. Hmm. Or it it goes places that you're not expecting it to go, (laughs) and it's just it's very weird. Uh, Yeah, it's hard to to really. Like decide if I like that movie or not. I shape of water. I must con- I must correct myself. Star Wars. Uh, so in two weeks, we'll make four hundred million. Is that domestic or worldwide? Uh, worldwide. Expected it continued its domination of the holiday box off weekend. Twenty four million on second Friday, with estimates pointing to a four day Christmas weekend of one hundred million. If Saturday totals can push that number up by four, the sequel will have reached four million, four hundred million domestic by the end of Christmas Day. Oh my gosh! Okay. Mama Cena. See, even though everyone's pooping on it, wow. everybody's still going to see it. 
left. Right. They're they're, they're yeah. whining. They're whining all the way to the theater as they sh- shell out twenty bucks to see it. Exactly, Brett. The second time, I thought it was better. Yeah, it, well, I mean, movies always are because once you know what to expect from it. Not Rudy. That was <laughs> ten times worse than it was the second Rudy, first time. Rudy, that's a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> Just as bad. No, it was twice as bad. Ten times as bad. That's the worst when you see a movie the second time. And you're like, oh, it's not as good as you thought. Usually that happens when you see a movie for the second time, like, or the fifth time, like 20 years later, uh, like Con Air or something. Oh, and you're like, so oh, it is a great the flick. Mannequin. <laughs> what a the letdown that was the second time I watched it, like 20 years later. What was the mannequin? It's like about this mannequin that. Comes to life at the mall. Oh, Mannequin. Yeah, Mannequin. Mannequin, yeah. Andy McCarthy and Kim Cattrall, wasn't it? Yes. Right. And they did. I saw Mannequin 2. I never saw Mannequin 1. I saw Mannequin 2, which I'm sure was just as bad. It was a sequel? I can't believe it was an actual movie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the idea is great, but the execution of that 80s trash was just horrendous. It was awful. Yeah, the idea is good, but behind closed waters. That's it. So, uh, Brett, want to thank you for being on the show tonight, man. Is there anything else you'd like to add or, or crowbar in there? You know, you're always welcome to, to come on anytime. We love, love having you here. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure on this side, too. Thank you, sir. Uh, from all of us here at the Podcastle, I hope you had a great Hanukkah, and we wish you a very happy New Year. Mazel and uh, you're always a good friend of the show, man. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks, yeah, thanks brother. for having me, guys. Have a good night. You too, man. Cheers. That was Brett Katzen, everybody. Always great to have him on. He's always fun, man. He's I think he might be our I think him and Jacar, those two are neck to neck with appearances on the show. True. Corrado's probably there in third. Although Coons was on like four times in like five weeks. I, I Coons has been on so much. I'm, I'm, Bob, I'm waiting to to you know load up pod you know podcast on Podbean and see like eight shows Bob just put on there. I'm like Oh, yeah, that's right. He has access to, like, passwords and stuff. So Bob just takes over the show himself and is like, it's the Civil War hour, hour with Bob. And I'm like, oh, oh. He knows how to oh. access my computer and yours and record and do his own show. All the time. You want to take a quick break and come back? Are you still feeling up for the, the yeah, sliceable challenge? Let's have a juice and a watus. Enjoy this long Christmas joyous <laughs> break. This long um, we will be right back after uh, this. Can you believe? You remember that? You were listening. Nerd. Thirty-five. So this Tom the trainer. Brady. Okay, let's go to baseball. I read about the trainer on iTunes and Podbean. Yeah. You read about yeah. the doctor. Right. They threw they threw off their plane, not as it was flying. Is this what you're gonna say? You said, "Do you believe?" No. Oh, regular wiggly wiggly piggly crackle barrel. Frangible. Yeah. Clip it up. 
City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. And we're back. Thanks, Brett Katzen, for being on the show earlier. Nerd 35. Christmas Eve is 39 minutes away in John's time, and he couldn't be more excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot. Yeah, I'm totally uh, Merry excited. Christmas, I'm jazzed. Merry Christmas, brother. I just realized I left something very important downstairs. And I'll be right back. You can tweet us at the underscore podcast on snaps at nerd.35. Thanks for listening to all the shows. We are now available on Spotify and, of course, as well on iTunes and Podbean. Check out the cool gear and other awesome stuff that we slice out there by going to kingmanproductions.com. Earlier today, somebody asked me to talk about bullying, which I want to save for another show because I feel like that's a topic that deserves the respect it needs. But if you are... A victim of bullying out there. Things do get better, as I can tell you. I was a man on the brunt of that, and it'll all work out. So he's back. We've got some great things. Vikings up 13-0 at the half. 16. It is their version of the body back game. 16. 16 There's uh, about four injuries in the game thus far. It's gonna. Be, it's a wild one. It's a real It's a real bond burner up there in uh, Minnesota. Last time the Vikings have ever shut up the Packers was uh, in 1971. They won that game. Three, Ooh, really? That long? Three to zero. Yeah. And it's not My like gosh. it was a blowout. Wow. Yeah. Did you see Biscardi was at Miller Park tonight in Milwaukee? He was posting pictures on the Graham of Insta? No. Oh, I guess he's up in Milwaukee. He made a trip to Miller Park. Where the Brewers play? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Wow. He was up what there. What was he doing there? Just taking Nothing. a tour, or did he, was he just driving by? Who knows anymore? I I, I have no well, idea. Who the hell Wisconsin. knows? Yeah, that's Wisconsin. where Milwaukee is. <laughs> yeah. He said, I'm in Wisconsin. And he's up there for a family. And I said, where in Wisconsin? That's as far as we got. Yeah. Fond du Lac or something? I don't know. Oh, yes. Fond anyway. Fond du Lac. Good Maybe stuff, man. So it's Christmas. It's almost Christmas Eve. Yep. By the time you're listening to this, it will be Christmas Eve. And uh, mm-hmm. great time of year, man. Very excited. What are you, what are you guys doing for the, the Christmas feast? Very Are you guys well, going to be uh, low-key? Or what, what, what's, what's the deal? We go, our, plain payments? we go to Heather's best friend's house. We do that every year unless we're in Philly. And... Uh, they're uh, they really go all out, man. They really do it up. There's nice. too much alcohol and too much food, which is lovely. Yeah, which is always a, a win-win in any situation. You never heard anybody say there's just too much food and alcohol here. I don't know what to do. It's always right. good. And they have a it's always theme. a good time. It's what you want to have. They have Ooh. A, we received like the they send out an invitation every year, and Heather's like I've been going to Christmas at their house since I was nine, since I met Tara and they, but they still send out an invite and it says this year's theme is under the sea enchantment. Huh? 
What does that mean? Little Mermaid? You're gonna just show up with a fin. Just show up in like the Katy Perry shark dancer outfit or like a, a red wig and, and lipstick smeared up and down and be like, I'm a little mermaid. I need another shark, please. I thought it was enchantment under the sea. It was, oh, no, this is what it is. It's enchantment That's under. That's a little gay. Enchantment under the seabration. Enchantment under the seabration. Yeah. Like celebration, but seabration. Okay. I, I yeah. think they're 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 not making their point. <laughs> Wait, which one was Tara? Was she a bridesmaid? She, yeah, she was her best her best man, her maid of honor. Uh, since Heather had two, one was her sister, and one was her best friend Tara. And Tara was the one who could like barely speak. She was so hammered. Oh, the blonde one. Yeah. She got really mad at me that night. For doing nothing she wrong. Got I remember she in the got bar. Mad at my brother it was at Rye. That was really funny. I remember I was with Brilliant and I think your brother, and I wasn't even like she wasn't even like hanging out with us. She was like in earshot. Yeah. And I made some joke, like something something, and she was like, "That's not funny." And I could tell she was wasted. So I was like, oh, don't flatter yourself, sweetie. You don't have a chance with the shark. Like something just blatant out there. And she's like, well, that's not fine. It's not fucking funny. And I was like, because she couldn't talk. And I think everyone's kind of looking at it a little weird. But yeah, they were. But now that I think about it, it was kind of funny, I guess. It's funny. No, because Rye. She's probably a good heart. Rye tried to calm her down before the speech because he said she was shaking, like she was shivering. She was so nervous. Oh, my gosh. I was like, hey, you know, Ooh. like, just remember, like, everybody wants to hear from us. And, you know, they just want to hear about how much we love these two. And yes. Tara goes. Sound advice. Tara goes, well, maybe if you weren't such a douchebag. <laughs> no. That's so out of line. <laughs> and what? like, what? like made no what? sense. Maybe if you weren't such a that's terrible. Bag, you wouldn't give such good. Was advice. she wasted? She was. So she was like drunk. Out. dude. She was the one who came to my house on Thanksgiving, and her and I were the drunkest two uh, at the party. It, it's it, she. She oh can gosh. throw them back. She can throw them back. So tomorrow night, I'll probably be bombed with her, as Heather sits there. Yeah, thirty-five. Right, yeah. Out of respect, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's okay. Oh my gosh! So, so enchantment under the the seabration. Seabration. What about you guys? I would have I would have done enchantment under the celebration or something like that. That at least has the same number of syllables. You know? Yeah. It cutting out that that middle syllable kind of takes it away. Yeah, it doesn't flow. I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna have okay, enchantment yeah. in. Um, in the La Mexico de Guadalajara, in uh, Jen's Mexican part of the family, we're going to be celebrating. Um, I just think enchantment of the sea isn't house. that isn't that Back to the Future? That was the name of the, the dance. Yeah, like maybe there's. I think. That's what I think it is. Enchantment of the sea dance and George and they kiss. Okay. Sorry. So All what's right. the theme though? Is it like aquatic? You have to wear I, 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 like. <laughs> I should go get the uh, the actual invitation. I'll save that for after, after for Christmas. Day. You should be like Tara. Tara, you don't even need to dress up then. Should go why? Go because you're already doing aquatic things. You're already covered in semen, 
and then she'll lose it and have a meltdown and just throw all these like little one-liners at her, zingers. She obviously can't handle this. I would have I would have said that and I would be like, I'm sorry. It's it's a it's a sea theme. If you can't handle the sharks, you got to get out of the water because you're bleeding bad. They're a good. By your they're, attitude. They're, they're, they're actually a good crowd, uh, but yeah. Sure. Sure. She. Uh, I, once once she's got X amount tipped she's, back, I, I kind of lay right. off. I kind of stay out of the way of the bull. Yeah. Of the little test. It, happen, it happens devil. like that. Yeah. Some people are like that. Yeah. They're called alcoholics. Yep. Yeah. She refrain. It's fine. I mean, if, if you want to, I mean, it, you, you can't say anything. You, you got to let the law say something. I mean, eventually, like right. a DUI or a vehicular manslaughter Death. will usually clear that up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but but it's fine. Going it's to work, uh, paying rent. I'm just kidding. I'm sure she. I'm sure she's a real, real doll. Paying but so enchantment on the sea is happening, and that's a. Uh, is that like a, a potluck kind of thing? You bring your, nope. your thing. Yeah, everyone brings a dish. Nope. They cook. Oh, nice. Okay. Dude, it's like you would think we were there, getting. We, you would think we were arriving at l- at lunchtime. But you're not. You're getting there at like 4.35, and there's all these snacks, all these drinks, Ooh. and you don't sit down Sounds to until like 10, 10.30. You sit down to eat. I don't I like know. It. It's something different every year. Maybe since it's a celebration, it'll be like lobster clammy clams. Clams Casino. Oysters. What are Clams Casino? No idea. They never taste good. I've only eaten Yeah, I'll order the Clams Casino. It's got like the name. Yeah, steamers are good. Mollusks. Mussels. What are the other things that you get? Mussels. <laughs> Mussels. Mussels I mean, are good. How badass of a crustacean do you have to be to get oh. the name Mussels? Oh, what's your name? Mussels. No, that's just a cute Mussels. Nickname. No, I'm literally Mussels. Oh. I'm Mussels. I'm going to eat you. I got so sick off Mussels one time. Must have had some bad Mussels. Claws came over. We watched Goodfellas. I think I ate like 30 Mussels. Oh, the stomach was, the stomach was, the sea of the stomach was rough that night, my friend. It was awful. I don't know if, I think I met. Imagine like a funnel and it was just clogged with muscles. So it was just all flexing. Salt, just oversaturated. And you you like start sweating after a while. Whatever you need a lot of seafood, like you sweat. It's like the salt is like trying to escape or something. Or you're allergic. Uh, Or it's a heart attack. Yeah, I'm like, see, yeah. salt's weird. It causes your cl- throat to close up, and yeah. you have to be defibrillated back to life. It's like a standard fish fillet sandwich. At My heart McDonald's. races. My heart, you're allergic. Shellfish. <laughs> allergic to shellfish and peanuts. Oh, big time. Cutting edge radio. Tweet us. Slap us. At the underscore podcastle. So that's cool, man. Yeah, Jen and I are gonna be having a little celebration. Uh, her brother texted me today. I was running around doing some last minute Christmas shopping, mm-hmm. and he's like, I just saw you driving on Ventura, and you look so serious. I said, I'm not serious. Which, by the way, I feel a little, like, violated. I'm like, don't don't watch me when I'm, like, alone in my car. I'm almost to the point I'm, like, of my life where that spending will never money. happen. Where I don't yeah, get right. close enough to and, anyone where they'd see me out. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to avoid that. But he's like, I saw you, and you look very serious. I was like, I'm just tired and disheveled and a little hungover. Um, trying not to but, uh, kill anyone. <laughs> Yeah, just just trying to get through the day. I went to Petco to get oh. some stuff for the fish tank. 
almost bought a. It's a so ba- bad when I walk in there. I literally walked. Oh, really? Oh, get a nice goldfish. Yeah, I just don't know where to get. Three second memory. Three seconds. Yeah, they're cool. It's only three. Yeah, seconds. they're goldfish memories. Three seconds. Three seconds long. That's terrible. And if you take care of them, they, they get huge. Ooh, they can get very, that's very my goal. I have a yeah. small bowl, and I'm going to see if he'll grow, and then I'll put him in a bigger one. Then I'm going to put him in yeah. a tank, like a you know miniature tank. But I want to see him get huge. Yeah. They're, they're really cool, man. Jen's dad has a bunch of those fish that have been alive for like 15 years, and they're what? like – the size of like a football, some of them. Yeah, he has this huge like 120-gallon aquarium now with just goldfish because they just got so big and they keep trying to die. But he keeps like pumping them back alive with like food and stuff. And they're just what? They're, like tw- almost 20-year-old fish. They're they're massive. Think I want to take a picture it. next time. They're huge. I bet you, unless like injured or poisoned by man, something living in the ocean could like just live forever because it's like contained in that salt water and it just keeps them alive right like what guaranteed yeah stopping them you know those, it's true uh, those tortoises with those shells that nobody can bite through they live for like a thousand oh yes yeah. the leatherbacks muscles muscles so uh i got the fish fish uh, tank set up tonight i've got the new filter oh yeah Got the water pumping through now, cleaning it out. Got some black sand, black rocks in there. I mean, to uh, That's awesome. give it a little bit of a lure. Right, and I'm going to get the angelfish tomorrow. You got to do some posties. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be some, some juiciness. Angelfish. So. Is that a fish that kind of looks like, like almost like a hand? Like it's wavy and angelic. Angelic. Yeah. What kind of beard? Yeah, they're cool. Uh, Bud Light. We're on number 12, I think. It's been a wild wild sap day. So. Sorry if I'm all over the place tonight. No, no, no. You're spicy. It's great. Um, dude, I can't <laughs> wait to see the pictures of the uh, the aquarium and the black sand. It'll be fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The black sands. The black sands. Um, but it's fun. But I, but I go to Peco now. It's at that point where I walk in and it's like, hey, Matthew, how's it going? Because all these pets, and they're like three times, four times a week. So I go in like, hey, Matthew. They don't even need to like ask my number anymore. You know, when they plug in, what's your number for your Petco Pals reward? They're like, know it by heart. Uh, like, what? it's 215, right? Because I still use like my Philadelphia number for that. And I'm have, just like, yep. You have a yep, key just in case they're not open yet. Like, yeah, I had to get some dragon food. Get some dragon food. Yep, just got to do the old bit. But, um... I was driving around today. Yes, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You sounded like someone else. Never Shopping, and I went to Walgreens. Obviously, going to the high-end places for Christmas. Petco and Walgreens, hitting all the good spots. And um, I don't think I had the patience for anything else. Like I couldn't go to the mall. I didn't want to risk going to right. any kind of large store with lines. I was like, I'm going to go to these quick and easy, convenient places because right. I just, I just can't handle like, these crowds. The traffic was just insane. 7-Eleven. Yeah, you're getting a $5 gift card for some coffee. Merry Christmas. Shittiest and, coffee um, ever. You're going in there, and I was I was getting Jen's like a little under the weather. She's having like that time or whatever, so I was like, I'll get you some Tylenol she needed at Walgreens or stuff at Walgreens. And I go back to the pharmacy section, and the pharmacy is like closed for lunch or something. The things are done. And I'm looking at all like the Tylenols and all this stuff, and there's like a line forming behind me. And I'm like, oh, they think I'm like in line 
for the pharmacy that's closed. Oh. And there's like a rumble, like, where are they? What, what's going on? Where are they at? So I turned around to like take control of the situation. I was like, they're closed for lunch. Uh, and it's going to be probably another 45. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm making this oh, up. No. I'm like, it's going to be about another 45 minutes. They're just taking a quick break. They'll be back. Well, I guess somebody thought like I worked there or something. So they're like, well, does this happen every day? So I jump into it. I'm like, well, it's usually 1230 to 2 and 230 this. But if you come back here and I'm just giving these bullshit answers. I don't even that look like I work there. Right. Well, ma'am. But I'm just giving these answers. In order for the pharmacist to be able to continually stand for the second half of the day, he does need to go eat nutrients into his body, digest them, convert them to energy and continue to count <laughs> enzymes. your pills. Yes. Enzymes. <laughs> I was a second away from doing like a price check. Is this on sale? Let me get a price check for you. Hold on, please. You should like pretend like see. you do it with like your eyes. Up. Oh, yeah. I uh, scanned it. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Have a good day. New, new thing going on. You want to do a? So, uh, yeah, man. But it was a real quick sports with John here. Oh yeah, always a long sport, John. Just like you. <laughs> Speaking of big dicks, Will Smith and and now. And now, sports with John, John. Paul Edgerton on Bright. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to see that. It looks good. And I mean, literally, not figuratively, Will Smith. Love, love Will Smith. Yeah, right. Playing wherever you are, whenever you want. Netflix, watch now. Bright, Will Smith, Joel Edgerton. Looks crazy. He, uh... Yeah. It's like, um... Who are those villains in Lord of the Rings? Like, they're like gorgs or morgs or, you know, monsters. Oh, yeah. That are like... Yeah, they do. They got that that thing going on. They're like real people. And Will Smith and this guy are a cop buddy duo. Netflix movie for Will Smith. That's interesting. Uh, The Vikings. Right. Closer to home field advantage with a win 16-0 over the Packers. (laughs) It's over. Did they win? They beat them 16-0. Wow. In Green Bay. In Lambeau. In the frozen tundra. So the last time that they beat them in a shutout in Green Bay was 71. See. 3 nothing. But they've probably had shutouts with them in, in Minnesota since sure. then. But you just mean at, Lam- at Lambeau? Mm-hmm. That's, but a, mean, that's a long time. It. Really. Brett Favre no, and, yeah, it's a long time. Aaron Rodgers for the past, like, I don't even know, like more, like 25 years. 20 years. 20 years. Right. So... You should be scoring some points. I like those stats. Yeah. It's yeah. impressive. Steelers release franchise sack leader uh, James Harrison. Do you know about this guy? This is the guy that got like a fine every other week for smashing somebody in the face. Uh, you know, For the Steelers, stuff. you said? Yes. Yeah. Oh, they released him? He's, he's, he's cut? Yeah. Behemoth of a man. Yeah, he's a big, big boy. Harrison's agent, Bill Paris, said the parting is amicable, but Harris was frustrated with a lesser role in the defense and wants to continue playing. I think this guy, 
leveled so many people and got fined so much, or maybe got the Steelers, whatever, that the Steelers just slowly started phasing him out of their game planning. And uh, he, he appears like, it appears like he's lost a step. But this guy is one of the people that is the reason these rules were made where you can't hit certain ways right. now because he was just lighting people up and yeah, he was tearing le- it up. They were like legal hits at the time, but the way this guy was just chopping you down like a twig dangerous. They, they had to make yeah. them illegal because people were getting concussions and killing themselves and hurting others. Well, that's a good rule to implement, especially when you got some guy ripping your head off. After every play. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. So he's cut, definitely, and he's a free agent now? Mm-hmm. Or was he like, was it like a suspension? Or he's gone. Like, they just They're done. Released. See you later. He can do whatever he wants now. Free agent. Got it. Anybody can pick him up. Dixie. The Jeff Fisher, former yeah. coach of the Rams. Fired last year, midseason, out of nowhere. And the Rams, obviously, very impressive this year. He says, I left them in pretty good shape. Did you see this coming? Well, what, him getting canned last year? No, him going, or someone. Oh, yeah, up yeah. The I, fact I, 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 that, like, yeah. he made this team They're doing so well. So good. Big. Yeah. I don't think you should ever get rid of a coach midway through the season, at all through the season. Maybe I think you should always wait till the end of the season right after. You should never switch up a coach during play. I mean, the Browns were talking about this year, and it's like, no, you just got to ride it out and get rid of them after. You know, that does something mentally to a player and to a team. If you're, you, you know, imagine getting hired as a coach, head coach, like five, eight games in. You got all these moving parts going, and you're trying to catch up, but you don't have any time to, like, Right. Analyze and assess and try new things at practice because you have like six days to the next game. You know, you just got to ride it out and then cut them. And that's what most people. After the season's over, they cut them like next day. And they had Jared Goff, number two overall pick right after Carson Wentz. uh, And they didn't even give him a full season. It's like, yo, how about you no. give the coach, this really great coach, apparently two seasons with the number two overall pick. Yeah. Son of a bitch. It has to deal with, like, impatient brass at the top, probably. That's like, well, these numbers aren't working. We need to make a change. Get rid of him tomorrow. It's probably some asshole like the owner or something that does that and, uh, you know, doesn't want to give it a chance to breathe a little bit, find mm-hmm. its footing. They just kind of want to cut him out. It's funny, someone you know? said on ESPN early that season, when I think the Rams, you know, were like one in five to start the season last year, someone was like, is Jeff right. Fisher overrated? Then I swear in in two weeks he got fired. Because it's like, well, really, he didn't win the Super Bowl with the Titans when everyone thought he was like this amazing coach and they almost right. won, but right. they didn't. And then he yeah. hasn't done shit since. Hmm. Yeah, they kind of sway, sway them. It's sad when you see a great coach get demoted and then, like, they go back to college and you're like, oh, dude, you went back down. Yeah, the point is to stay in there. Right. Like, it's okay to going. go from, like, a head. 
Right. You see like a lot of head coaches that go to like, oh, they're now special teams coach or offensive uh, coordinator or, or, you know, offensive coach or something like that, which is like, okay, they recycle them. You're still in business. But when they're like, you know, the former coach of the Lions is now coaching the Crimson Tide. You're like, ah, you went down, man. It's like going from being a ball player in the majors. And like, he's now like the farm triple A team. And you're like, yeah, doesn't look good on paper. I think. You said Crimson Tide. What Saban Roll did tide. going from the Dolphins to the to to Alabama was probably a, a smart move because football in Florida has been irrelevant for forty years, and Alabama is the most Aye. relevant thing about college football. So it's kind of like you know, uh, yeah, right. There are there are staggering, but I like it when a a, a head coach. Doesn't really get it done because the offense can't really click. But on defense, they're awesome. And then he gets fired, and he becomes a defensive coordinator on an already really good team right. with a good offense, like Jim Schwartzjew. Right. <laughs> right, and they make it work. And it works very well on uh, on the dick paper. Super Super D. Super D. I want to do something Super funny G. here. Jewish. I'm just going to read the like uh, three or four letter initials uh, or yeah, initials for each team. See if you can tell who three I'm or saying. four letter initials. Like, you know how. They All right. Are. So right let's have you. Indiana, Baltimore. Ridiculous. Here's an example. Indiana, Baltimore. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. End ball. Oh, I like you. Ball. <laughs> I enjoy your cumin. I enjoy your cumin very much. I'm ready to play this. I'm ready to play this Aloysius. St. Aloysius. Goodness gracious, Aloysius. All right, let's do it, man. Let's fire. 16-23, end over, or ball over end. Uh, As we stated earlier, 16-0, men beats gb. Again, that's men beats gb. Uh, I don't know what that is. No, John's having a stroke on the show. Gb. Gb. TTU right, 34 it. over. Oh, this is the college bowls that, that were played today. College football okay. bowls, bowl games. TTU 34, USF 38. Uh, Texas Tech, Texas Tech University and University of Southern Florida. Yeah. Sidisu. Holla. 35, Army 42. App, that second one's going to be a challenge. App 34, toll zero. Arizona Preparatory? Uh-uh. Arizona Preparatory. I don't know. Appalachian, App? What's Appalachian App? State. Or I think it's just App- Appalachian. Appalachian State Mountaineers against the Toledo Rockets. They have a pretty sweet logo. Ooh. All these weird bowl games. Juicy. Yeah, the Jelly Bowl, the Tostitos Bowl, Lane the, Kiffin, the Burger Fly Bowl. Lane Kiffin and FAU. Did we talk about him? The guy that got a ten-year extension. They won fifty Ooh. to three. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What? Oh my gosh! No, no, that's amazing. Oh, selling big crap. Hold on. Getting a little funkadelic here. 
Warriors can't hit threes as 11-game winning streak is snapped. God, I swear they're always on a winning streak. Over to basketball. Ooh. Mill, 106. Cha, 111. Oral, 103. Wash, 130. Bicken, 119. End, 123. Cha, Chai, 92. Boss, 117. Dow, 107. Adel, 112. Lac, 112. stocks. 15. No, 109. Mia, 94. Oaks, 103. Utah, 89. Den, 96. Gz, 81. That's how all sports scores should be read on every forum and every media ever. <laughs> no is my, my favorite. And no, you get one chance to Ooh. like decipher it all. Yeah, no. No was a good one. Yeah. Right. There's no more tickers on the screen of like, yeah. you know, Phi, 76, Chicago, Cubs, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just straight, just, you know. Nonstop in your Metaphors. Face. Soliloquies. Automatopoeia. Uh, uh, Homonyms. Pronouns. Oh my gosh. Echoes. Onomatopoeia. Book report. Book book report. I love it. I do agree that's all sports should be vernacular over the waves. All the time. I need it in my life. Need to ginger, to cumin. You know, <coughs> a good friend of mine. Good ass weed. It is, man. Uh, Alabama Kush. A good friend of mine. This is actually Canadian rag. Um, Ooh, sounds yeah. like a a, a host of period. They grow it underwater, under a frozen glacier. Yeah, it's Ooh. true. Hydroponics, like it. Fucking NF. Speaking of ice in Canada, over to the NHL. Oh. Standings. Let's see if our boys have made it. I was checking out their gear. Some slicey stuff on there, man. Some slicey, slicey stuff in there. Still in first place. Eight and seven on the road. Fifteen and two at home. They have won four in a row. Uh, it, this is really crazy because I don't know anyone on the team. I know Clark said someone named Neil. Neil from, I guess, previously the Penguins. And <clears throat> all right, this is amazing radio. So what I'm going to do is eat an Oreo. So they went from regular Oreo to double stuff. And double stuff was huge for like 20 years, I think. Now they have mega stuff. Will they go bigger? Will they go, you know, immediate diabetes stuff? <laughs> Golden Knights, of course, ESPN.com never works properly when we do the show. So I am stuck here talking about Oreo Mega stuff. Uh, back to Star Wars, I guess, because that's the one thing that I can kind of ramble about. Well, no, we're doing sports. I'm sorry. We'll stay on sports. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
jungle friends. Eagles. Monday night against the Raiders. I promise that's the truth. The last time Carson Wentz faced the Raiders, <laughs> they playing the Buccaneers. Do you he know demolished them by doing what? Twenty-eight points. No. Last time Carson. Oh, Carson by Wentz, by, by running the ball. Last time Nick Foles played the Raiders, he threw seven touchdowns. Oh that my gosh! Is a record oh that he has tied with Peyton Manning. Wow! Oh my gosh! Monday night too. We spoke about this in the last show. Mm-hmm. Amazing Christmas Day. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Just sucks that I have to work on Tuesday. It's a real boner. It's a real pickle. In my That's ear. not fair. No, it's not fair. It's not funny. It's not fair. It's not fun. You never make somebody have a Christmas Day with work hanging the night over you yeah, the next day. Like what a black cloud, ass. I have to work tomorrow. We're going to go to dinner night. That's fine, but I have to be home early. I have to work tomorrow. I have to work. I, have I know. To to work. Like, I actually, Come on. I want to go to dinner. Scrooge. Well, how much are you going to get done on Christmas Day, day after Christmas anyway? Really? Nada. Who's answering phones? You're not going to schedule. You're not going to sell anything. You're not going to schedule anything. Everyone's going to tell you after the new year. I wouldn't even work. I would just put a paper mache John at your desk, like uh, in Ferris Bueller's day off, you know, like a recording or something that. Hey, I'm here. You know, just fake John. Yeah. John too. Dude, you know what? I like I told you, I have all that PTO, and I need to like actually check my email to see if, you know, I should use it now. Because what if I can't roll it over? I should be using it now. Oh yeah. Uh, as usual, Start calling out. Com is sluggish and ruggish and thuggish. Sluggish. Uh, it's lethargic. Can we access? Oh no. The worm burrowing apple feeding dick. Well, we've mentioned before, John, we're not going to be discussing Floyd Money or Pretty Boy Mayweather any moss right. because of his lack of interesting topics and the fact that we don't like him. He hit a just woman his, a few times. Not a good guy. Just his negative like aura that comes out of the speakers or the headphones when we talk about him. I just didn't like hearing that. It's not... No. Not a positive man. And but like but I do want to... Uh, I, yeah, exactly. I do want to throw the Apple Dick Feed question over to you, though, because hmm. um, Eminem has been in the news with his new album a lot lately. Have you listened to the album yet? I know last time you were, weren't that thrilled to listen to it, but have you given it, a, given it a chance? No. I have not dicked it. I am not... I'm not going to. It's on Spotify I, for free if you don't I, want to invest. I, I mean, I'm sure it's on YouTube. and I'm sure. I just don't. I just haven't gotten to the place where I wanted to listen to it. Right. Yeah, I'm you're just sure not why. like, there's no no sense of urgency. Like, I need to do this. Mm-mm. No, not like the old days where I would block out, uh, you know, a, an entire day and evening to listen to it. Right. And... Yeah. And relish. Yeah. Yeah. But the Apple Dick feed, not much going on in there. Uh, same old. Really, I feel like the news is the same old bullshit headline you've been reading for a year. It's like North Korea. Trump, Trump. said this. North Korea. Trump said this. Sexual harassment. Trump said this. It's like the same headlines in October or in December. Yeah. You know, there's nothing substantial. Mass shooting. 
happened. Shoot, active sexual shooter assault. happened. Sexual assault Trump did this. Let their fire. It's like it's the same three stories all year. I'm tired of the news, man. I really, I'm really checking out of the news. I'm gonna start just col- doing like coloring books or something. I'm just, I'm done. And then at least for this year, right? I, I know, man. I, I want to remove myself Introducing from friend- people's opinions that are being like broadcast as like vast uh, uh, knowledge or, or expert opinion when they're not experts at anything. They're just assholes who know how to twist words to make you click on their fucking story. Right. Yeah. Same like thing. This one. Trebek, Alex Trebek slammed as sexist over a question. He asked, oh, gosh. listen to the question. He asked <laughs> what her, if they- okay. Shouldn't he give the answer first? <laughs> this man did not sexually harass a woman. Who am I? Is what he said to the court. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jeopardy host, host Alex Trebek was slammed by social media users, trolls, morons, sheep, uh, after he asked a contestant if her job as an RB, army master sergeant was hard... Because she was a woman. Well, wouldn't it be? She's weaker right. than her subordinates, first of all. Like, her subordinates could kill her. That has to be hard. Right, and it's the army pre- predominantly is men, like yeah. over 90%. Yeah. And so, it's always, it's that's only been a new thing. That's not a race sexist question. Yeah, it's not like she's going to be like... No, it was easy because I'm a woman. Yeah, right. It's easy. Oh. Is your name Diana? Women are, are, can be, women are equal to men and can be superior in many, many ways. But one of them that does not make the list is when something needs to be moved. Right. You know, just wait till you're in an office, working in an office. And, hey, we have to move this filing cabinet. Matt, where are you? Uh, Bill, can you come in here? It's not... Oh, uh, Heather and Janet have this. You sit there. No. No. Until it comes to doing some physical labor. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I but think, I notice anytime uh, I'm working an event or something, it's always, hey, Matt, can you move this stuff? Oh, sure. Because I'm a man. You just in, assume I can. Right. In, in moments of physical strength that, need, that are needed uh, immediately, men are greater. But in right. physical strength that uh, lasts a really long time, women can totally outlast men, obviously. Right. Uh, we're like, Let's have sex with me. How we doing? <laughs> no, it's like, it's like three minutes. Three? No. Well, that's pretty good. We, pretty good. Um, we're equally opposite. Yeah. Good point. That's a good uh, analogy. Yeah. I like your cerebral dick feed. I like your eggnog. I enjoy your, I enjoy your tapioca. I enjoy your cream of wheat, bread pudding, figgy pudding. Oh, and that. Oh my gosh, I, I, it happened ten minutes ago. You, were, it was just like a little string down there for a while. I'm surprised you even didn't notice. Oh. Oh my gosh. I was just playing at this point. Might as well have been eating a sandwich. This blanket feels like a big tongue wrapped around me. Feels like a big tongue. Uh, sports with John. 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 John
<laughs> I remember uh, when I lived in, in Los Feliz with my buddy Dan. Los Feliz. Um, I would his last name's Einhorn. He's a great oh, guy, and yes. I would I would always go Thank Lord Horn, Lord Horn. Like in the morning, I'd announce him. And one time, he was, I guess, having an intimate moment with a with a lady, and uh, mm. I didn't know he was in there doing that. And I just walked by his room, and I was like Lord Horn, and he, it 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 just <laughs> killed it for him. And he was telling me he just looked at the girl and said, "We might as well just be eating a sandwich right now because it, it's just not happening anymore." Like I totally mm. messed up the, the juju. Um, because well it was done. just like you know, imagine you're just making you know, I wouldn't have done that if I'd known someone was in there, but imagine you're with like a girl and all of a sudden you hear Lord Hassinger like in the next room, you'd be like, I can't, it's funny, it's like an, it's like announcing me, it's, I'm like a king. You I, know? Uh, Brian Smith did that to me in high school once. I was making out with this girl in a car, and it was in the summertime, you know, school was out, and right, we were in, I, I forget, maybe even we we're in Smith's car. Anyway, all the windows are steamed up, and we're getting into it. Next thing you know, Smith's ass cheeks smear oh! and wipe the steam off the window, and I see them on the mirror. Takes me totally out of the moment. So good. Oh, yeah, of like, course. Dick! And he's like, well, we have to go. So funny. The party we used we were to at, we got, like, busted or something. Yeah, yeah. We, we used to do with uh at parties if we had a friend that was, like, you know— getting to a, a secret moment with a special lass, I would get like a, oh, no. a couple people together, you know, in like oh, formation dang. downstairs, and I'd go, Mark ready, take aim, loose. And we'd just all run upstairs and start like breaking down doors. So it happened. Uh, what? A buddy of mine was like with a girl. And he, he said, I, he was, awesome. you know, there, and he hears from downstairs, Mark ready. And he said, just put your clothes on. You might just want to put your clothes on right now. Just put them on, put them on, put them on, put them on. And, <gasps> Like 10 seconds later, we come bursting in, you know, and um, that was like a thing. And it was like a terrible and thing was, to do. Was she sight. dressed? Yeah, like she was oh. fully dressed. He was like, oh, shit, you might just want to put your clothes. Just get dressed right now. Like, this is not going to be good. It's Clark. You know, it's terrible. Anyway, good show tonight, man. Great show with Brett. Great a lot of show, fun. Man. Yeah, thanks for jumping on here after you slept together. The. Uh, oh, yeah. The tank. Hope it was good tonight, man. It's been uh, burning the candle very brightly today and very drunkenly. So, very good time. Happy happy Christmas to you. It's uh, officially Christmas Eve. Boynton Beach time. Yeah. Christmas Eve, motherfucker. Boynton Beach was in. I was reading an article the other night, and there's a church a in Boynton article. Beach called. A lot of articles. But it was, it, built, it was built in an old Pizza Hut. It's called, like, Church of the Worship or something. But it's a Pizza Hut converted into like a church in Boynton Beach. Does that read? Does that ring any bells? Is their logo a J? I don't. I don't remember. Journey, I don't I saw. Maybe Journey Church. Advent Could be Church. I don't maybe. Know. I don't know, I don't man. Know. There's a million different religions down here. It's crazy. I bet. There's all these buildings that I just know. People pray there. <laughs> but it's right, not, you go and think. It's not all Catholic churches. Of course. Yeah. Now, Catholic churches have it nailed down. You have the uh, yeah, stained rough. glass. It's usually right. like a saint name or, or yep. lady of. Uh-huh. And lady of. it's a very uh, scheduled, tight mass, you know, where you know yep. what you're getting at. The times are outside, advertised very nicely, e- easy for the eye to see. I always want to, like, pitch like people that aren't. Yeah, right, right. The times are there. You know eight, what you're getting into. Ten. 
new. <laughs> Fairly the same experience that you'll get in Boston, that you're going to get in Florida, the Catholic Church. You know what you're getting uh-huh. into. Yep. It's like when you call people oh, that aren't Catholic, that are like Protestant. You almost want to like talk it up. Like, no, you should come to my church. We got There's stained glass. There's some bread. It's very, very tight. That's what you got to do. You got to come on over. Stained glass. Um, I love it. Protestants, Catholics, speaking of that, that show on HBO, it's a three-part series starring Kit Harrington, a.k.a. Jon Snow. Uh, yeah. It's about that King James, Ooh. when he takes over and... King James Bible. Basically says, like, someone, some Scottish guy takes over, calls himself king after a queen so, dies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's about, like, all the Catholics. If, if you're Catholic and you're in England, you die. Really? Yeah. Mm. 1400s. Yeah. Kooky talk. Kooky <laughs> talk. <laughs> like, imagine how insanely dumb they all were back then like how stupid the vast majority of people were oh yeah you you do this so we must kill you right what why do i have to die i I do this i just did a cut chat dude the the in the first 20 minutes they drag this woman out in front of the crowd oh my gosh like they're gonna hang her they rip her clothes off they don't hang her. They make her lie down on the ground. They, what? They rope all her. They rope her, uh, her four limbs. Then they put a like a wooden door on top of her. They lay a wooden door on top of her as she's laying on her back. And what? then one by one, they put twenty pound oh. weights and slowly crush oh. her. I don't want any 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 plate from that barbecue at all. I don't want any morsel, any crumb from that grill. I don't want that's one barbecue and it does not smell good. From that <laughs> buffet. I, I shall I shall decline any potato salad from that shindig. You I will not partake in any the, the cream corn from that picnic. No sorry, you can count me down and call me out. Three strikes because I am not uh, delving. Okay, and so it's any eight treat soda from that family gathering. Okay. Damn it! I was gonna. Oh God! No, God, please, no, no, no! I was gonna say I will not delve into any birch beer at that family <laughs> reunion. <laughs> Great minds. I certainly am not putting my hand in that cooler at that company uh, uh, outing. That family reunion and pulling out anything from that because I don't want it in my throat. No, beans! Dude. <laughs> Get them away from me, those beans. Heather, Heather said the exact same thing. I explained that scene to her and she goes, oh, that sounds like a terrible show. I was like, what scene? Well, that stuff, that scene with the door and when they're putting the weights on the old woman and they crush uh, her. It sounds like a terrible show. It, it's, well... It was a terrible I'm not going to watch it. I'm just going to write some bad reviews on it online to get the. I, I kind of had it on in the background, and it was good enough. I mean, that right there, that was crazy. That sounds like a terrible show. It was gut wrenching, but you know that shit happened. Yeah, no, it's messed up. A timepiece. England, 
the church, I mean, basically, a lot of those kings would rewrite the way the church was. They'd be like, well, divorce is wrong. Well, I'm, I'm getting divorced, so we're just going to make that right because it fits me. Right. They would change, like, the law based on, like, themselves. Right. Like people do today. It's like yeah. convenience. That's your religion. Whatever's convenient is yours. Is your right. religion. That's what you follow. Because if you're anti-gay and then you have a gay kid. Uh, well. Okay, so you're Satan. You made it a sinner. Yes, your fault. Yeah. Your the fault. golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Slice, slice others. Slice, slice like Slice, sliceth slice. upon othereth as doeth of thine slight. <laughs> Terrible. You want to put tonight in the W column? Slice it. You can tweet us. Snap us. At the underscore podcast. The gentleman in charge... Of laying 20-pound weights over and over again on a woman, Jonathan Ashinger, in a dream well, to the man in charge of delving into a second hot piping bowl of beans at the family reunion. I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you so much for listening, and Merry Christmas and good night, everyone. <laughs> Godspeed. Oh my gosh.